What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20enespañol.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Homes.com knows having the right agent can make or break your home search. That's why they provide home shoppers with an agent directory that gives you a detailed look at each agent's experience, like the number of closed sales in a specific neighborhood, average price range, and more. It lets you easily connect with all the agents in the area you're searching so you can find the right agent with the right experience and ultimately the right home for you. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Yes, hello and welcome to another episode of Life as a Gringo. I am Dramos, of course. And man, it is Thursday, so it means it's time for our Thursday Trends episode. And my guest today helped me dive into all of it. Man, he's a friend of the show a very popular TikToker known as the Storytime Guy. Matt, my dude, how you feeling, bro? Good, good. It's great to be on here again. Honestly, I love the stuff you do. So oh, when you reach out, I was like, yes, excited. I love talking about that. And the things <laughs> we're talking about today, very uh, very heated about all of the things. It's uh, yeah. 
<laughs> that, that's what I want to hear. That, that's what I want to hear. I want to, I want to hear some passion. So I, I, I love it. I mean, yeah, it, it's crazy. It's one of those weeks, like there are certain weeks where I feel like I have to kind of like really dig hard to find some stories that, you know, are, are really important mm-hmm. uh, to, to our community. But this one, I just felt like I had, there were so many things happening over the course of the last week or so yeah. that it was like, shit, we're going to try to get to as much of it as we can. Uh, so, I mean, with, with that in mind, man, we'll, We'll dive into what's going on in, in Uvalde, Texas. Of course, that was the the place of, mm-hmm. of a hor- horrific massacre at Robb Elementary School. Uh, there's still investigations happening. There's been some updates when it comes to the police force over there. So we'll get into that. Uh, I'll also quickly touch on a a police shooting in Texas that has left a, a man, 17-year-old kid in yeah. critical condition. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that in, in Los Angeles. You have, uh, yeah, my hometown city council president. Yeah, man. Uh, where, where you had the city council president resigning after some leaked audio of, of racist remarks, uh, yeah. that were just targeted at pretty much Every, yeah, so everyone. We'll, we'll everyone that. got hit with that. I, <laughs> right. Yeah, that was, uh, that was uh, scary, scary stuff. Um, and then we'll also quickly touch on this uh this conversation of chola appropriation right because there had been a lot of conversations with Haley Bieber posting yeah. some new lip product that she had and I didn't really dive into it, but then I, I was reading some articles uh that I found to be really really interesting and important in the way that they tackled this conversation so I thought yeah. it was worth talking about uh and, and then man on some some positivity for the first time in a while we have like multiple positive stories which is always yeah. a good thing <laughs> Um, and on a high note, well, and on a high note, yeah, yeah. I- exactly. So for our vigente segment, man, we'll we'll talk about uh, J Lo doing some incredible work mm-hmm. for for entrepreneurs. We'll talk about a a Mexican born woman who is making history in a big way, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll also talk about a new SNL cast member that is shaking things yeah. up over there, as well as uh, Vanessa Guillen, who was the, the soldier uh, brutally murdered, sadly in in Fort Hood, Texas. She is getting. Uh, you know, some recognition yeah. and her story is being told uh, as it should be. So we'll, we'll touch on all that, man. Mm-hmm. A lot to cover today. So so without further ado, let's just dive into first some of these heavier stories uh, in a segment we call for the people in the back. Say a lot for the people in the back. All right, so let, let's start in Uvalde, Texas. Uh, you know, just a horrific story that, that, I mean, it hurts to continue talking about it, but at the same time, it's kind of one of those necessary evils almost, yeah. you know, where you... We need to talk about if it. You don't, exactly. If you don't speak about it, the powers that be, you know, will kind of allow us to brush it under the rug and nothing ever changes, yeah. right? Uh, and, and we need to kind of be, you know, update on what is going on, right? Yeah. So. What has happened recently is that Uvalde Schools has actually suspended its entire police force as well as placed two school officials on administrative leave. And now this is a school who has their own police force, right? Yeah. So they, they've officially suspended them. And this is less than five months after the horrific Rob Elementary School massacre that left 19 students and two teachers dead. Um, and you also have Lieutenant Miguel Hernandez as well as the superintendent Ken Mueller also placed on administrative leave uh, and the superintendent actually voluntarily resigned as well. And and they're saying that until the investigation is completed, officers that were employed by the district will be given reassignments 
and that um, they're going to be working with the Texas Police Chiefs Association to continue investigating and reviewing its police force. Yeah, I I, I will say, well, I mean, shit, it shouldn't have taken five months for them to, yeah, I, to do anything. <laughs> when you like said that, I got I got <laughs> mad. Like I didn't was like it, yeah. five months and they it finally did something. And it's all that political right. circus of like, oh, like, mm-hmm. well, we had to investigate, really. So we all right. roughly work 40 hours a week in a full-time job. So you mm-hmm. had how many dozens, hundreds of hours to figure this out and it took you five months to do it? Like, right. it's just right, frustrating. Right. Well, yeah, and I, I think that that's why it's so important to continue having these conversations because if you don't, if you don't hold them accountable and keep their their names in the news, people unfortunately aren't motivated to do something. Right? Yeah. It's much easier for them to half-ass an investigation and kind of move on rather yeah, they than move to on. face. Yeah, exactly. Rather than having to like face the truth of like these people, these police officers, if you can even call them that, were you know not they're not of the grade for the job. Right? They they yeah. are not on par for for people who need to be doing this job, and yeah. you need to completely you know, replace, replace all that. But yeah, I mean, it's like, it's almost on one hand, you're like, okay, at least they're doing something, but it's like, shit, five it's not months, enough. Man, yeah. It's on. not it, like the, the way I look at it is like, look, if they want it to be cops, they need to be trained. So I don't know if this is a training right. issue, if this is a personal issue, everything like it's, it wasn't just like, Oh, the guy in charge gave an order and it was bad. Everything right. they did from beginning to end to even after the end was yeah. bad. It wasn't good. Right. It wasn't good enough. They just over and over just kept making, the wrong decision that cost mm-hmm. children their lives. It cost yep. parents that were like, look, I'll grab my kid if I need to. And they were like, no, right. no, no, you can't do it. It's like, what are you guys doing? And we see like how other school, police officers, it's just not like mm-hmm. the first shooting we've had even that month. Right. It's like this things right. happen. And you think these police officers would look at everything and be educated on like what to do, what not mm-hmm. to do. But at the end of the day, there's like sensible, reasonable kind of conclusions you have to come to in any position, mm-hmm. especially as a cop. And if you're not smart enough or like yeah. just mentally fortitude, you don't have it to to yeah. make that decision, you shouldn't be a cop. It's plain and simple. Right. So like, yeah, right. I just, I, I just like, the, and the fact that these people are not fired, they're not suspended. Yeah. They've been getting paid this whole time, which they don't get paid cheap. They're not making, you know, working minimum wage. And yet right. they get to like, oh, they're reassigned. Reassigned to what? To a different division? Right. Like they're still right. out there being cops. Like, and yeah. I'm telling you, and it's all going to like, the thing I'll say about this is that if this gets worse, so if like one of the cops ends up shooting someone that mm-hmm. like, or something happens with one of those cops and they find out that a cop that should have been fired led to another death, the whole department's going to blow. Up. It's just the way right. it's, you know? And so like the, for them to like brush them, we're like, Oh, our bad that, you know, we caused a bunch of children. We're all incompetent. But like, Hey, sorry. It's not enough. Right. It's not enough. Like suspended. Yeah. Step like no, these are fake political words they use to try to get you there. Right. They go like, "Hey, our bad. Please forget right. about this until another big shooting happens, and then we can look mm-hmm. back." Like, right, right, and, and and I mean, and if you wanted to see, like, at the end of the day, it's like, and most jobs have like, you know, you have a meeting with your superior like once a year, right, mm-hmm. and they give you like a progress report or some shit like that, right? <laughs> you know, like, but but if you watched the video of what these police officers were like not doing while they were in the school for an extended period of time, it's like. None of them should be police officers, right? Because regardless of if they're waiting for orders, like you see kids are are actively getting shot yeah. in there and you know you have the opportunity to stop this and nobody was like, fuck it. I don't care what the you know superior officer is saying. Like, we're here. We have to go in and do yeah. what we were hired to do. And I, I understand people have families that they want to get back to. 
But at the same time, this is the job that you signed up for, right? Yeah. Like firefighters signed up for a job knowing that they might have to one day run into a fire in order to save a person. Yeah. That is a part of the job, right? That's yeah. why these types of jobs, you sign up for them because you actually want to do good for the community. You understand that yeah. it's bigger than just yourself. And all of these police officers failed on that main component that it really yeah, takes the, to the be thing, a public servant. Yeah, right. It's like, you don't see fire, firefighters go, oh, you know that fire? That's a little too hot. I'm going to wait for further right. instructions. Right. It's like, no, no, it's not. Get in there. Like, this is your job. Yeah. It, it blows. I'm just like, and the frustration and pain that these parents mm. are feeling that there's been no justice, which like. Right. And we're talking about that, that the next subject, we'll talk about with that kid in the McDonald's. But like, it just bothers oh, yeah. me that like no justice is served. Justice has to be there. We need that. We right. need to see that. And for this to happen. And this is like almost an entirely Latino community problem. It's right, frustrating, right. man. It's so like, damn, man. Like from beginning to end, it's just they're not they're still to this day of, of disappointing us. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, and, and to get to that story you were talking about, I mean, I, I think it's it's showing that police officers in general are not getting the training or vetting process yeah. as a whole that they should be. And the reality is I'm not shitting on all police officers everywhere. But those of you who are the good police officers, you should be just as outraged, if not more, because. Yeah. It gives you a bad name for, for, you know, when you're actually trying to do the right thing, you know, yeah. uh, and, and another story, sadly, that, that we saw was in San Antonio in Texas, right, where you had a police officer uh, and he was fired uh, immediately, which, you know, to their credit, they didn't kind of wait for, yeah, you know, exactly. the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the political shitstorm to happen yeah. for them to, you know, grow a conscience. But he was fired after shooting a teenager while he was eating a burger in his car in mcdonald's and yeah and the kid was was a latino named eric Cantu, a 17 year old boy uh he's in critical condition he was shot multiple times yeah. by a police officer named james brennan and this happened while he was eating a burger in his car at a mcdonald's parking lot right mm -hmm. and and the, the the kid who was shot eric Cantu, uh was parked with a friend outside of the restaurant when the cop who was responding to a completely unrelated disturbance call opened the boy's door without warning prompted yeah. yeah and demanded that he exited the vehicle so the kid unsure of who the officer was or what he was trying to do he decided to back his car up put it in reverse and he actually ended up hitting the officer in the leg with his door and that's when the officer decided that he would open fire on this car as it was pulling away and ended up hitting this kid multiple yeah, times not and a taser either like right like right. He, he shot what eight times he shot four it's, times and then he like paused and then shot four more times Right, Roy, and, and I mean, first and foremost, a police officer is not supposed to just start opening fire randomly at cars yeah. as they're driving, right? Like you're putting other civilians at danger, yeah. especially you're in a McDonald's parking lot that there are people, you know, walking around, driving around. Like it, it that is ridiculous, and that's why I think he got fired. The stage just completely broke protocol there. Yeah, and the the officer was claiming that he recognized the car from a uh, a stop that they were trying to do a day or so ago, yeah. where the car evaded uh, the police. Right, that was his his sort of excuse. But it's like, man, that's not an excuse though to execute no. someone. Like that's the, like, exactly. it's, it's not like, oh, we saw this guy and I think I saw him the other day murder someone. So like, right. I couldn't wait any time. Like, what are you thinking? Right. Like, you try to pull someone over, they get away from you, yeah. which we'll unpack that at another time. And then sure. you, you think you know the car. And so without right. warning, Allegedly. without prompt, you see mm -hmm. this, you pull, you just rip open the door and it's like, of course, this person's going to panic and they hit you. Oh, he got hit with the car to work going five miles an hour. Like, right. And he's like, he's like, oh, better kill this guy. And like, 
Right. Police officers are not executioners. This is not what they're paid for. This is protect and serve. This is like, right. I don't, I don't. And like, like we said, like he was fired immediately because even the right. police union was like, nope, we're not doing this. Like you need to get yeah. out of here. We're not doing this. This looks bad optically, like whatever. And I think recently they just updated that he is getting, um, that he is getting charged. Cause that, that was the next big step is that like, right. Right. Yes. He is like, he's got fired. Cool. But there's something stopping him from getting a job in a different department. That's a whole part of police. Exactly. Unions. That there's yes. nothing stopping the CI from going to a different department, going to a different, right. um, you know, location and getting mm-hmm. rehired and all this stuff. And it's like, and so they're like press charges. And I think finally they, yeah. they officially, he turned himself in and he's going to face charges. And then it, and the right. sad part is it depends whether that kid lives or dies. They're like, oh, he's right. facing like anywhere between three to 10, maybe 15. If he dies, it jumps up. Right. And so now like right. The, right. It's just like, okay, so are they going right, to try to rush? To see if like mm-hmm. they can get a, a, a and it's just just this horrible idea that like they're waiting for a child to to live or die to determine right. the punishment that shouldn't have been issued in the first place, you know? Right. He shouldn't have right. been making this decision. I don't know, like, what kind of person does this? Listen, like, it's a fucking cowboy, yeah, man. I don't yeah. think this guy thinks he's a fucking cowboy. That's all I mean. Explain it. Like, you don't even see this in mafia movies. Like, at least they, there's right. like some level of like, like this boy. Like, imagine this: you're sitting in your car yeah. eating McDonald's. For no reason at all, without any impromptu, yeah. someone opens your door, you panic, you yep. try to drive away because who wouldn't try to drive away when someone's opening their car? And then they right. shoot you. Like, right. Right. Not tasing, not like any, like, they just, he doesn't try to shoot the wheels, doesn't try to right. shoot at the car to stop it. He shoots the kid. Like, right. Well, and, and, but what's also crazy is the fact that, okay, maybe you think you recognize the car from some previous thing, right? Yeah. What you what they what the guy was trying to allegedly pull the same car over for previously was that the license plates didn't match the vehicle that they were on. Yeah. So it's not like you yes. have a, a suspect dealer. who's armed and dangerous. You know what I mean? Like, you know, proceed with caution. It's it's allegedly somebody fucking switched the license plates and didn't register the vehicle that they're driving. Like, yeah, that that's what you're approaching with this hostility. Like. It, it it makes no sense. I mean, again, it's like, what is the training that goes into being a police officer? Because, again, this goes to fucking like vigilante justice, yeah. right? Like the cops are are held to a certain system. There's a process for all of these things to avoid yeah. unnecessary shit like this happening. But sadly, they get a gun and a badge and they somehow think they are above the law that they are they literally make the law. Yeah. hired. Yeah, like they, they think they make the law, even though they're literally hired to just enforce that law by the people that they are harassing, right? We're paying their salaries. It's And it feels like, honestly, like as, as a weird reference, like Judge Dredd, that old Sylvester Stallone movie, right. is like, you broke the law. Right. He's like, I am the law. Like that's right. what it feels like. You broke the law. I am the right. law. I'll make whatever decisions I want to make because who's going to yeah. hold me accountable for it? And like, right. I just, I like, what, like, what, per, like, what I just, I don't get how someone could be like, this guy has $200 of parking tickets, whatever. I better murder him. And you right. open fire on right. anyone. You ever hold a gun and you point it at someone, it's right. to kill. You're not right. like, you're not some action star that can shoot him in the ankle and be like, all right, right. I took him out. Like, he shot right. to kill. He unloaded eight yeah. bullets. This, what, what possesses someone to kill someone over a, a, like a stop, like a license plate switch? Dude, <sighs> it's once, like, like again, like, I don't see how people deny the fact that there is a glaring issue with the entirety of, of police in this country. Right. And again, I'm not saying every single police officer is like a piece of shit like this guy is. But when you have so many cases like this one happening all over the country. Right. So it's not an isolated inc- incident that 
just Texas cops are garbage, you know, and aren't trained properly. We see it all over the country. So it's obvious that there is a larger issue, a glaring issue when it comes to the training and vetting process of who is allowed to wear a gunny badge in this country. And sadly, it feels like nobody gives a shit for the most part to, to correct it because it's just like every single day we hear another story like this one. And these are the stories we find out about, you know? That's like the right, bigger worry. point. <laughs> it's like, yeah. these are the stories yeah. we find out about. How many, you know, like one of those things of like, oh, these are how many police deaths. Well, how many times did a right. police officer shoot someone and they live? And now they have to right. live through their life without a, a liver, without a spleen, with a broken back, with, you know, never right. being able to walk again. You know, or it's like, because it, there are people live through these things and cops are like, well, they live, so no big deal. Like, <laughs> right. Well, well, I mean, even the, the thing is, sadly, if it doesn't go viral on the Internet, yeah. like for the most part, people aren't held accountable. Look at uh, George Floyd. You know what I mean? Like like that didn't become a thing until the video started making its rounds on the Internet. You know, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Aubrey, Elijah McClain, like all like these things weren't happening right away yeah. where cops were being uh, or the people involved were being you know held accountable right away. It wasn't until the public outcry became so loud that they could not deny it. You know, and again, Credit to the person in charge here for firing right away. Yeah. But again, like you said, the charges need to happen and, and, and they, it looks like they have. And this person needs to be held accountable. And, and hopefully this kid makes a, a, a recovery without it affecting his entire life. Yeah. But man, it, it's just a, a never ending kind of cycle of, of, of just really sad experience after experience. Yeah, And I just want to just one little thing, like because I remember it's yeah. bringing me all back to that. I forget her name. But there was that the white uh, the white girl the content creator where her boyfriend allegedly mm -hmm. killed her and all that stuff and like the family remember yeah. and everyone's like well how come they don't do this right because we have to tell, oh, right. we have to fight for our own like it's it's as simple yeah. as that it's like if like the reason I and I've heard this from family members stuff like oh well this you know this person this person this person how come the Latinos are well what are you doing like as a right. Latino community we need to like it's cool when everyone jumps with us but they won't jump right. with something that's not there like the Latino right. community has this really big problem where. We like stay quiet too much because it's one of those like yeah. put your heads down, don't talk about this. Like, yeah, just be happy to be yeah, here. Exactly, because it's it's that that that's how we were raised. It's one of those like, you know, humility mm -hmm. past humility, and right. it's it's like we need to be loud about these things. We need to talk about yeah. these things and shout. And like, you know, when we eventually talk about the the LA City Council, it's like, yeah, people are loud and angry. And it's like, but right. the truth about that situation is, and not to like jump out, but the truth about everything she said is. That's what happens at every family gathering. We all have aunts right. and theas and theos and, you know, abuelas and everything that say mm -hmm. those things. Right. And it's one of those right. things that we don't call each other out on. And even if we do, we go, ah, like, relax. It, 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 right. Because, like, we just, it's it's this thing that we need to, like, hold each other accountable for and, like, really fight and shout when these things happen. Be like, look, regardless of mm -hmm. whatever situation, we need to stand by these people, stand by each other. It doesn't matter whether you're lighter skin or darker skin or you're more indigenous, mm -hmm. less indigenous, or Afro-Latino or otherwise, it's like, right. we're Latinos, we need to stand together on this because we're we're the biggest minority in the United States. Like, right. it's, it's right. like, like, and now we're, what, the majority in Texas, California, New Mexico, mm -hmm. Arizona, like, mm -hmm. all of these big states that we're coming to be. And what are we doing with this? Right. Like, what are we doing right. with all no. this? It's power. Straight and simple. It's power. Yeah. What are we doing with this power? Yeah. Making no, racist I, remarks. You're, you're, like, this is, you know. Right, right. We're on like a roll here. I'm loving it. But let's kind of take a quick break right now. We'll take a pause and then we'll be right back. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community 
Because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca, o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Mother's Day is coming, and mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. Get Mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get Mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. So, instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails, and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day, because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's full regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melody. 
Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of Melon Leaf stem cell technology. It's Melon Leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. All right, we are back. So you're, you're referencing this uh, L.A. City Council President Nuri Martinez that she resigned mm-hmm. after leaked audio of her making racist, racist comments. Yeah. And uh, even Biden had to make a comment about this. And I think she, that's when she resigned was after that. But uh, behind closed doors, they were they were basically having a, a meeting about like the district districting of, of Los Angeles. Yeah. Right. And it was getting heated, whatever it was. Yeah. Inherently, it's about racism. It's I mean, right, it is exactly. Race. It's like even outside of this, right. it is a race. It is a racial discussion. Oh, at one hundred percent. When you look at how Los Angeles is divided and what you know, why certain areas are are the way that they are, is is all race based upon history, right? But and this is another. And they, I thought was the other conversation was this gives you a bit more of an uh, bird's eye view or open door view of like what the actual conversations are yeah. and how politically driven all of these decisions yeah. are. But um, you know, she was making openly racist remarks. Uh, degrading some of her own colleagues and and was literally like giving everybody the business. She, yeah, like Korea, Asian, black people got yeah, it. Korean, yeah, Asians, indigenous Latinos, Latino, right? Every, like, like, like she would have everybody. Been, and you're just like, and to to be clear, what she said was yeah. dumb and stupid. But if you yeah. think that she's the only politician, even in Los mm-hmm. Angeles, talking about these things, that's it's she just got cut. Everyone is right. saying these things about each other. Yes. And like, that's the bigger problem. But the more at hand mm-hmm. problem is, yeah, she was she felt way too. And the thing is, like, there's one thing between saying, like, having like racist tendencies or whatever. But it's something else yeah. entirely to be this comfortable talking about racist right. stuff. Like she was yeah, way in a room full of people. That means the environment was so safe for her that she felt OK. Right? Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. She felt so comfortable talking mad crap. But everyone and, and that, that she's like. And everyone's laughing and, and, you know, there and it's just like, mm-hmm. y'all mm-hmm. realize these are your like, these are the people that are like, you're supposed to be there for and support. Like, right. This is like to talk crap about other politicians is one thing. But to turn yeah. around and be like, yeah, all the blacks and all the indigenous and all the Koreans and all that. It's like, wh- who do you like then? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right. And, and, and specifically to your point, when we, if we hone in on, on as a Latino, right, mm-hmm. she she is 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 sort of showing showing you what I think happens to a lot of people in our community who believe that they can assimilate into white culture and they start drinking the Kool-Aid and, yep. and they start thinking that they're above someone else. Right. Because that is the old school colonizer mindset. Right. Yep. It's like Christianity is superior to everybody else. That's why you all have to convert to us. Right. Yep. And and it becomes this pecking order. And then now we buy into it. Right. Where it's like, Oh, I'm Puerto Rican, so I'm a, a naturalized citizen. Mexicans are beneath me. I can make fun of Mexicans, right? Yep. I, like we're all trying to find that pecking order, and it's a ridiculous thing that happens. And at the end of the day, what all of us need to realize, because you're mentioning like family members who have these these tendencies, you know, old old world minds uh, about colorism and things like yeah. that. Like what you, they all have to realize is when shit hits the fan, we are not one of them. They will not treat us as equals yeah. if they do not have to. And that's what you all have to realize, yep. you know, and people like her who think that, you know, they're rising the, the the political ladder and all this kind of stuff. 
they will have no problem cutting you down if there is a white person that they feel can take your seat. You are not one of them. Yeah. They invite you in the room, but trust me, they do not want to give you a real seat at the table. Yeah. And that's and she even said that as much in the thing. She's even like, yeah, those white guys like and like the, just the mentality of it is like mm -hmm. you can clearly tell like and I know people are having rallies today, in fact, and I know they were having a sense yeah. of indigenous and African-Americans are like, hey, this isn't cool and stuff. But like, yeah, what they need to understand, too, is that like. This is this is a Latino problem. It's a pretty mm -hmm. much a politician problem. I guarantee you a lot of politicians anywhere you go will probably have the same exact point of views. Sure. But like the thing is, too, the like I really like what upset me the most about like the rallies and stuff is that there's no like Latino that are like, hey, this is not OK. This is not OK for right. our community. You have indigenous right. Latinos and African-Americans and Afro. But it's like there needs to be Latinos that stand up and go like, hey, this is not OK yeah. what you said. This is a systemic yeah. problem that's not only an American problem, it's a Latino problem no matter where you go. It stems all the way back to mestizos and everything that built on yep. there where you're 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 like a little bit European to a lot of European and depending on how much you are or are right. you know Latino, you know, European, you're better than other people. And it's it's right. just like this whole issue of like labels and everything that we just can't like for her to just say this, I just it it, it blows my mind that you could be for the people and really like I'm Latino and I'm proud of Latinos, but you're representing yeah. Latinos when you right. do these things, you represent our people. So now that's yeah. what she did. A lot of people hate Latinos like straight right. up. after this. Right. They're going to go the Asian communities, even indigenous communities, Afro Latinos, African Americans yeah. are going to go. Now, remember the last time we put a Latino in charge, all the Latinos got in right. and talk crap about us. So why right. going forward? Guess what's going to happen to all the other Latinos who aren't racist? They're going to, mm -hmm. they're going to get remembered for this. Yeah, and this is Los Angeles, yeah. a big city, everything. So she not only did something stupid, she ruined it for everyone. <laughs> right, <laughs> it's right. Well, well, that's that's what to your point. Like, listen, I will celebrate our community. I will fight on behalf of our community until I'm blue in the face. But also, I will call out yeah. somebody from our community who does some fuckery because I understand that they are only setting us back. I'm not going to put the blinders on for you yeah. because you refuse to do the work. You know, at the end of the day, so. Yeah, I, I, I will call people out like her all day and I agree. And it's a terrible thing that it, it gives all of us a bad name, especially there are already kind of a lot of underlying tensions that happen between the black and brown community, even yeah. though we have so much common ground yeah. and we should be so united. There are a lot of experiences that people have had growing up, you know, that that will t you know taint the way they look at each other. And this is just adds on to that, especially when you talk about a place like Los Angeles, where yeah. you have a lot of history of, of black and brown, right? And and it's just only going to make all of us as a whole look bad. And if we don't, as a community, stand up and say this is not okay, then we're, we're co-signing, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Let's quickly touch on, on an L.A. story, because I know you're from Los Angeles, obviously. You're also half Mexican. Uh, you you have this conversation. It started a few weeks ago when when Haley Bieber was on TikTok and like oh, showing God. off this new <laughs> <laughs> brownie glazed lip style yeah. that she she has, like she's selling a product or something. And and I think Haley Bieber is actually half Latina, but she doesn't ever claim it. They, it. It started this this bigger conversation. I was reading an article on WeAreMeToo.com, so shout out to them. Uh, and and they were were talking about how the difference between appropriation and appreciation, right? And some yeah. people will make the argument, well, this is like appreciating other cultures, right? No, because she didn't say chola once, so... Right, right. <laughs> well, there you go. That's a great That's a great point. Yeah, she didn't even acknowledge the history behind it. But also, the one thing that stuck with me about this article was that they were saying, which I agree and I've been saying, that black and brown culture are looked at as ghetto 
until mm -hmm. white mm -hmm. people choose to adapt it, right? And mm -hmm. like, uh, I, I, I'll bring up one point. Like, I was watching the the Real Housewives with my my girlfriend, and it was like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, right? And you have uh, you you have obviously it's all white women with the exception of of, of one on the show and they're all wearing like streetwear clothing right and it's like sweatsuits baggy and this and that and it's middle-aged white women and i'm like bro like 10 years ago that would they would have been like that is so ghetto but yeah. now it's because it's rich white ladies wearing it all of a sudden streetwear is acceptable and wearing a sweatsuit outside of the gym is considered high fashion yep. right and it's because the white people co-signed it now I, I again for you i mean uh Mexican culture, Los Angeles. I mean, it's that's very much more yeah. part of. Yeah. And, and the thing is, too, and it's like because I'm a substitute teacher when I'm not doing content creation and stuff. So I and I, I, I work at a predominantly Latino high school. And so I'm even joked to one of my students because she had the, the Chola lip line. And I'm like, oh, like Hailey Bieber. You're trying to do her. Right. And she looked at me with this like anger. Like if she could shoot lasers, I would be dead. She looked at me <laughs> with this ferocity. And I'm like, and she's like, Mr. Torres, I hope you're kidding. And I'm like, I'm like, no, no, I know it's Cholas. I know that, you know, I know that Haley Bieber didn't invent that. And she's like, good. Right. And I noticed that after like that whole event, while it was crappy that she did that, a lot of Latinos started bringing it back because they're like, no, yeah. this is my culture. I'm going to take it back from you. You can't do this mm -hmm. to us. And so for me, I'm like, yeah. it's sucky that she did this. But now there's a lot of teenage girls that are bringing it back that are like, like they were always kind of doing the trolling. They were all kind of doing it, but that, now it's spreading. So I'm like, hey, you're an idiot for doing this, but good job because now you're uniting Latinos. So for me, it's like, I'm like, yes, good job, you know, so seeing this, because it's like, and she could have been, like, Hailey Bieber could have been so simple and say, like, hey, I saw the, this, like, chola makeup thing, or even when they mm -hmm. called her out, she's like, yeah, she could have just said, look, I didn't know about it. I didn't know. Right. I thought I was originating it. My bad. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. I'll stop. Or, like, just mm -hmm. donate. Like, there's so many ways to go about, like, to just, like, backpedal i'm sorry let me donate to this let me help you let me highlight chola makeup artists it's not like they don't right. exist it's not like especially in this giant industry of social media that like makeup people that are cholas don't exist you know there's some that right. millions of followers there was a way to highlight this and instead yes. she kind of just like well hey like uh, don't be angry <laughs> right right well you're you're touching on on a, a note that any company should should yeah. take because they're, <laughs> they're always like they're always like well, you guys get angry when we celebrate, but it's like, no, because you don't know how the fuck to actually do yeah. it properly because you don't give a shit to actually look into it deep enough. And again, yeah. Haley Bieber, her, her mother's Brazilian, but I mean, she's never claimed her Latinness that I've seen before that. So I, yeah. I, I wouldn't use that as a way to co-sign her, her doing this. But to your to your point, yeah, why not? Why would you just come about it and do it as if it's like something nobody's ever seen before? To your point, why not, if you're going to do an ad, have a chola makeup artist in the ad and yeah. have them talking about the history of it, the culture of it, right? And and making it a, a celebration rather than you colonizing this thing yeah. and pretending like like you're basically the Christopher Columbus of brown fucking glazed lip gloss, yeah. right? Like where you're you're just like, look at this new land I found, you know? And it's like, well, actually, we've been living here for a while. Buddy. <laughs> like, so, you know, like it, that's basically what these companies end up doing. And then they throw their hands up like, why are you guys upset? We're celebrating. It's like, no. You're stealing it. You're not giving anything back. And then you're not crediting people who have been doing this for so long. And then also acknowledging the history of people of actual, you know, Chola culture being looked down upon yeah. for these sort of, quote unquote, ghetto characteristics because they're representing their culture. Right. Yeah. And, and it's not until whiteness comes along that, again, it's acceptable in the mainstream. And like and this is what bothers me, too, is like people don't realize that, like, this is one of the, the, the Chola lip line, everything 
That wasn't just mm-hmm. a, a fashion. It was a statement. It was a. It was saying like they knew that this was going to hold them back right. from opportunities. They knew that people mm-hmm. were going to judge them for this, and they did it anyways yeah. because their right. pride of who they are and what they stand for meant more than yes. that. It's not just like right. oh, what Cholos wore it. You then right. if you don't if you don't think Chola is like because this is a lifestyle. Like if you don't think Cholos yeah. and Cholas are their own unique subculture of mm-hmm. Latino that like you don't understand them. You need to sit down and talk to them. Right, 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 right. It, well, it's like Kendall Jenner having a, a tequila company. Like, give me a fucking break. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> that's all another conversation. Now, we, we we hit a lot of these uh, kind of heavier topics that we're, we're rightfully passionate about. So I want to I want to kind of cleanse the palate a bit and, and move on to some some positive stuff and celebrate some people from our community who are, are doing the work. Yeah. And we'll do that in our Mi Gente segment. But first, let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. 
For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty System for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. All right, so let, let's first and foremost start, man, when it comes to the legend that is Jennifer Lopez mm-hmm. and and a really amazing, amazing thing that she's doing. She's partnering up here. So she is promising $14 billion in loans to Latina entrepreneurs, which yep. is huge. I've mentioned this so many times about the Latina wage gap, how Latin women are at the bottom of the, the totem pole when it comes to uh, pay in this country. Now, now JLo is teaming up with uh, nonprofit microfinance organization Grameen America to grant $14 billion in loans to 600,000 Latina entrepreneurs. And the, the good thing uh, about this is that you don't need a credit score. You don't need collateral or business income to qualify for a loan under this program because those are all things that end up being the barrier to entry for many people from our community and, and hold them back. According to, to their website, when, want to give a couple more details on it. They say that their, their max first time loan rounds will be $2,000, which isn't a lot of money. And but then they say good standing members. So I guess those who, you know, uh, keep up with their payments yeah. and things like that will be given the opportunity to gain more money after after six months. And last thing I'll say on this, because it always pisses me off. They are so quick to give us student loans. They have no problem with giving an 18 year old $100,000. Yeah. So yeah. But you want $100,000 to start a business. Sorry, we can't yeah. do that for you, buddy. Right. Yeah. I, I like and the thing is, too, like there's two things that worry me. Is this how. Mm-hmm. So is this exclusively for Latinas? I'm assuming. How, yeah. how are they going to prove that? Because I feel like that's a good point. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of a lot of people that are like going to be testing that, you know? Right. You know, right. Like It's like one of those like, well, my grandpa was from Brazil back in the 40s. Right. He moved to Brazil when he right. was in the 40s. You're like, was right. he German before that? Was he from Germany right. before he moved there? <laughs> right. You know, so it's it's right. one of those things are like, but aside from that, because everyone's going to game the system when they can. For me, it's like, sure. yeah, $2,000 isn't a lot, but I can tell you just like seeing it firsthand, like 
especially because I'm really big in the horror community. I love, Mm -hmm. you know, going to horror conventions and supporting. And I can tell you firsthand, most of the people in this industry, like of horror and like, like smaller companies that are trying to make it, they're all Latinas, all of them. Mm. Because Latinos, man, it's that ambition to them that like they they just don't stop when it comes to like wanting more because our whole culture of Latinas has not been there for that. A lot of it's like, mm-hmm. you know, your abuelas, the home, tamales, whatever. You're like, I mean, right. nowadays, how many TikToks have you seen about the man about to serve himself food when he's at his girlfriend or wife's families, you know? And then it's a mm-hmm, whole big mm-hmm. deal and, or his family, you know, it's everything is like, <laughs> right. no, 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 your girlfriend serves you, you know? Right. It's like, and that's the thing is that Latinas are, that's what I tell my students too. I'm like, Latinas, like, are you, who, who wants to be a stay-at-home mom? If you do that, no problem. But who wants to go out there and right. get a job? And they're like me. Right. All of us. Yeah. And I'm like. Right. Did your grandmas do that? Do any of your moms are like, no. I'm like, do they want to do right. that? No. And I'm like, but you do, right? They're like, yeah. So like a lot of these, especially these younger Latinas and teenagers and young adults, man, they are like, there's this wave coming, man. And I think this yeah. is really going to help. So I really like, even as much money as it is, I don't think Jennifer Lopez realizes how much she's going to be changing the future with this one. No, I, I think it's so well said. I mean, especially, you know, I, I, one thing I'm grateful for and we hopefully keep pushing it is breaking the chains of like that toxic masculinity that yeah. you kind of touched upon, you know. Uh, and, and yeah, I think to your, to your point, 2000 on its head doesn't seem like a lot of money, but that might be what you need, like you said, to press your first run of shirts yeah. and get that booth and then you sell out and you've doubled your money at that point, right? Yep. Like you just need something to, to start going, which is incredible. And I mean, in another story, I, I want to quickly touch on another Latina who who busted her ass to to make something of herself and and is you know an inspiration. You have a, a 27 year old Mexican born woman going to space. She's yeah, the first Mexican born woman going to space. She moved to the U.S. when she was just seven years old. She worked at fucking McDonald's. Like she she busted her ass. 27. She's an astronaut and an engineer and and going to space. First born. Mexican woman you just love to see these sort of barriers being broken man yeah honestly like seeing this and like I remember when this was first announced how many little Latinas and like I'm telling you like I work at a school I get to see this up close and personal and tell the students this and to see it like and it's like I said it's predominantly Latinos so so see a lot of Latinas see like oh I can go to space I can be an astronaut yeah and it makes it easier when there's other Latinos breaking borders and they're breaking forward to see her do this man it like it, it I really just I, like it's another thing. Like just it's chill. I don't think this girl realized that she's not yeah. just doing this for herself. She's doing it for so many people. And I know that's like mm-hmm. maybe not fair to her to put all of this on her shoulders and say, "Hey, you're not sure. just by yourself. You're representing millions of Latinos who want to do what you do, but they're scared or they've been told no right. or they've been told that they can't do this." Right? Right. So to right. me, it's like, damn, this is it's crazy that we're finally making it. You know? So yeah, oh, I love well, it. Well, I. I- I mean, yeah, that that sometimes that little inspiration is all somebody needs mm-hmm. to recognize that they have options out there in this world, you know. And and on that same token, you know, quickly touching on this new cast member for for SNL, right? Yeah. Uh, Marcelo Hernandez, who is a self-professed little Cuban Dominican boy from from Miami, and his his latest sketch they did for for NBC is like going crazy on the internet. Uh, he he sat down doing uh, their iconic like weekend update that yeah. the Colin Jost hosts, but to me. It, it, it's great that they they have a a, a Cuban Dominican person representing on the yeah. show, right? That that should be the norm, and unfortunately, it hasn't been in the past. No. But you know, we we could celebrate that. But to me, what I loved about it was he was his authentic self. He was making jokes from the perspective of a Latino, yeah. right? And he was, and people were were vibing with it. And that to me is what is important. 
He was given the ability to show up authentically. He decided to show up authentically and proving a point that, you know, you don't have to necessarily be of that culture to understand or appreciate it. Right. Because that's often Hollywood's argument is that, oh, well, you know, a Latin story isn't going to, you know, do well with the general public. Right. They can't relate to it. And people... It's annoying. And people like him, like Marcelo, you know, showing up there, making his jokes centered around his culture and and it killing and people really Mm. recognizing it it is so incredible, again, because it it shows you that our stories can be told to a mass audience and that we aren't just some fucking little niche, you know, uh, audience that just has to be stuck somewhere on like uh, uh, HBO plus or Latino or something Mm. like that. For have him do this to be like, look, I'm Latino. I'm bringing that to my identity. But I'm still funny. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am yeah. funny even without it, but it adds this extra bit of identity that makes me unique. Yeah. So for him to do exactly. that, for Jenna Ortega, for all of these up and coming actors to be like, look, I'm Latino and I'm proud of it. Right. Right. And I'm also talented. I'm not getting this because yeah. of this. It's like, which I right. don't think anyone's getting jobs be- just solely because they're Latino. But, right, right. <laughs> you right. know, it, but it's definitely adds on to it. And I really, it's really like becoming this new thing that I'm very proud of him for doing that. Because how many times mm-hmm. have we seen people take the opposite way? You know? Right. Like, they'll change right. their name. They'll do all these things. Look at Oscar Isaac. Yeah. I had this discussion. Yeah. I love Oscar Isaac. That man is gorgeous, and mm-hmm. I love him. He's a talented actor. But how many times yeah. has that man played a white man? Versus how many right. times has right. he played a Latino? He changed his mm-hmm. name, like, to, yeah. to be yeah. white. Because he was like, right. I'm not getting jobs as a Latino. I'm going to mm-hmm. pretend to be a white guy, and I'll try to not, you know, lay it on too much. And so it's like, right. we're going from that to this where yeah. people can be proud of the Latino heritage that they can push right. forward with it. So yeah, it go yeah. him for on SNL. I really hope he has a bright future. Yeah. And with everything, all these young upcoming Latinos, man, they're 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 really opening the door and I really love it, man. Absolutely. Anybody that is unafraid to be themselves, unapologetically authentic, I think is is incredible. Agreed. And Last thing I want to I want to bring up, I mean, it, it's coming from a darker background here, but it is an important moment of, of recognition of somebody's story. Now, we, we've all heard the story of Vanessa Gann. She was the um, army specialist who was murdered by a fellow soldier yeah. at Fort Hood in Texas. Uh, but last week, she was actually honored with a portion of Harris County's Highway 3. They, they renamed it after her name which is incredible to, you know, I'm I'm sure to give some sort of peace to her family that her story won't be forgotten. And it's also been uh, announced that Netflix is actually going to be airing a documentary on her life and her death titled I Am Vanessa Gein, and that'll be available on November 17th. On that highway, they also had 20 muralists create an original piece in honor to commemorate every year of her, man, 20-year-long life, too short. Uh, but, But, you know... It's a tragedy. Obviously, there are a lot of people who still need to be held accountable. You know, the superiors at the the army who ignored, uh, you know, some of her cries before she went missing and, and eventually uh, murdered. But I, I think that, you know, to make sure that somebody's name is immortalized and that it wasn't, you know, her her death wasn't in vain, that, that hopefully this continues to elevate and bring attention to anybody who may have a similar story to hers in the military. Right. And yeah. and. Uh, in the documentary, I, I quickly read like a, a little bit about how the family was talking about how difficult it is to take on uh, something like the military. Right. Yeah. And, and to, <laughs> like, that's just un, unheard of, you know, but, you know, her name being immortalized like this, hopefully, you know, understand, you know, leads people to understand that they will be held accountable. And we're not just going to idly sit back and, and allow these people to be forgotten. Yeah, because it's not like the, the, the thing is, too, is like they have to remember that it's not just a Latino issue. A lot of women, I mean, statistically speaking. 
if you mm-hmm. if you're a woman and you join the military, there's a much higher chance that you're going to be essayed than yeah. if you were not in the military. So it's like it's not right. just bringing an issue to this as a Latino problem. It's it's a bringing an issue to the like anyone, no matter what. I mean, yeah. we're America. Like no right. one is above anything. Everyone should right. be held accountable. It doesn't matter if you're the military. It doesn't matter if you're like it. To me, what I would if I was in the military, I would be absolutely jumping forward to help this case. Because the last mm-hmm. thing from a purely financial point of view that you would want is to people not go to the military. The, the, the right, last thing you'd right. want is for them to have a documentary come out and say, like, women, don't go to the military. Because right, now, right. So as a military, I don't know why the military wouldn't be open and honest and forward with this whole investigation. Be like, this looks really bad. We'd rather yeah. you think that there's a few bad apples than the whole tree is spoiled. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, right. it doesn't make any sense that the military would just from a purely like morally messed up but financial point of view it doesn't make any sense why the military wouldn't like like they, they were just hoping it, ah brown girl gets murdered no big deal let's move right. on past. it's happened before no big you know and they're like no right. screw you we're not letting this go yeah it's sadly the american way is like we'll just pretend like something didn't happen yeah. and, and God, everybody yeah. will forget about it right but but yeah I, I think to your to your point that that should be the case and again i mean she's gonna get her story out there rightfully so and and hopefully it does sort of scare some of these powers that be to say, like, we need to hold people accountable or we are going to lose the the, you know, asset that we need, which is people signing up yeah. for, for the military, you know, like like you said. So, man, you know, uh, just a terrible story. But again, it's a lesson that has to be learned for exactly everyone, for and, everyone, and, and taught too. and that her, her her story won't be forgotten and yeah. it should be forever immortalized in this way. Uh, you know, we, we've gotten through a, a lot today. I wanted to pick your brain a little bit because i know you are the guy who, who focuses in on a lot of like pop culture in the world of like movies <laughs> and, and comic book stuff yeah. and, and all these things and it's, it's a wheelhouse that i'm not super uh always like on, on you know on the front lines with so i'm curious what is, is a story for you that is kind of like at the front of your head that you feel like needs to be talked about a little bit more in that world yeah yeah so like i mean i could go on a rant for this and i've already gotten in trouble for this but i will say this <laughs> look when it comes yeah. to Latino representation in pop culture, it's usually not good. Just flat mm-hmm. out, it's just not good. It's never good enough. The stuff that they right. do is really like, it, it, there's no there's no care done with it, right? And like what I and I got a big video, and I know for certain that Marvel Studios actually watched the video, but I'll go on to that another mm-hmm. day. But it's like pretty much what happened. I was like, look, DC is making a movie, Blue Beetle, with Jaime yeah. Reyes. And he is a Latino actor, a Latino director, right. a Latino writer, and a Latino producer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the first superhero Latino movie. Uh, Marvel has yeah. made how many movies and we still don't have him? Even Sony. Right. Bad Bunny went to Sony. He's like, look, I love wrestling. I know you got superheroes. Mm-hmm. What can you do yeah. for me? And they're like, uh, uh, we have one, uh, one Latino that's not Spider-Man. And he's a, <laughs> he's a luchador. He was in two issues. And he's like, I'll do it. I'll yeah. take it. And then what happens? Right. They finally announced the writer and directors for that. And guess what? Both Latinos. And I think the writer or the director for the the, the El Muerte movie or El Muerto movie that Bad Bunny is doing mm-hmm. is the same writer and director for the Blue Beetle movie. So they're like, hey, good job on Blue Beetle. We're grabbing you now to do our Latino movie. Mm. But Marvel. So and like, look, no, if I lo- look, if you love Venom and Morbius, cool. Right. I, I thought they were awful movies. But at the <laughs> end of the day. Like, this is Sony that doesn't seem to have it together. DC is notorious for not having it together. And yet they're doing a Latino superhero movie. Sony is doing right. a Latino superhero movie. But Marvel seemingly has no plans. Right, and, right. And then we get to Werewolf by Night where, like, 
it's the the main character, and this is not spoilers for if you guys haven't seen it. Werewolf by Night, he's got like dark eyeshadow and there's dots, white dots on his mm-hmm. face. And it looks like a skull. And in the the, the brief spoiler in the show, they're like, he's the one guy's like, I like your makeup. And he goes, Oh, it's a it's a, a tribute to my ancestry. He doesn't go more than that. Mm-hmm. Doesn't say more than tribute to your ancestry. And if you're watching that movie, you just got to kind of go, What ancestry? Right. And his name's like his name's Jack Russell in the movie. Right. A Latino named Jack. They didn't even bother changing it. They're like, oh, his name's Jack Russell. You're like, okay, so right. a very a blue-eyed Latino with very light skin is named Jack. Mm. And that's supposed to be, and I looked into it, and I'm like, oh, it's a sugar skull. And I was like, what? What Latinos have as a sugar skull? Honestly. Right. Like, that, <laughs> like especially for Day of the Dead, when these people go right. full out, like you will never have yeah. anyone half as a Day of the Dead sugar skull. And to me, it just shows that they don't care. They don't do the research. They don't know these things. They're just like, oh, right. like he's Latino, but we don't actually want people to think he's Latino. And so for me, it's just right. like, how is it that these other film studios like Sony and Disney, DC have, who do not have it together, are making Latino movies? You look yeah. at Marvel Studios, especially who really like prides themselves on diversity. When they made the Eternals, they're like, hey, we have our first gay character, everyone. Like we have a gay character. He's right. going to kiss on screen. When they made Captain Marvel, yeah. our first female. When they made Black Panther and Shang-Chi, we have our first Asian. We hired right. an Asian writer, Asian director, Black director, Black writer. And Latinos are sitting there going, any, any news for us? Any, <laughs> you're going to give some of that to us? Because even, even right. if they reveal that right. these characters are Latino, they didn't advertise them as such. Yeah. They didn't say that right. this is. Right. So to me, it's like, no, I'll acknowledge they have Latino superheroes when they do. Because where are they, if this was anyone else, they go, Shang-Chi is an Asian hero. And they get similarly. Right, and right. he's like, I love being an Asian superhero. Where is that? They come on stage, right. they say something in Spanish, and like, ah, mi Dios. And everyone's like, Ooh! right. And that's it. Right. It's not reflected yeah. in the characters. It's not reflected in the story. And it's like, stop giving us scraps. It's, yeah, I just, oh, I just. It, well, it, it's kind of, it's like eerily similar to the way politicians view Latinos. Yeah. They think they can just kind of throw a couple quick, like, uh, catchphrases at yep. us and like, oh my God, now we're on board with them, you know? And I, I think to your point, you know, I'm like, I said, I'm not well-versed in all of it, but it just sounds like they're doing the bare minimum just to be able to kind of like cover their ass. Yeah, if somebody's absolutely. like, hey, you're not doing anything for Latino. Hey, but we like, you know, gave a little uh, nod to the sugar skull to his ancestors. But like, they're they're <laughs> obviously not doing it because they're interested in celebrating the culture. Yeah. They're just doing it because they understand they probably have to do a bare minimum to not get quote unquote canceled in this yeah. uh you know woke culture that we we live in. Yeah, exactly. And so for me, that's that's just my little for those out there listening that love pop culture and superheroes, mm. that's just yeah. my little rant. It's like you could be doing better, you should be doing better, you know you should be doing better, especially because their president is a Latina, born and raised in Latin America. So I'm like, y'all mm. should be doing better. This is unacceptable. But it's right. like, but my problem is how I say things, right? Like I guess that's like a that's the thing with Latinos in general. It's, we it's how we say things we can't be loud mm-hmm. and angry because then we're just an angry brown man you right, know stereotype, we, have to, yeah. we have to be you know like look at a lot of latino superheroes fire angry passion right. you know it's like yeah. it's, it's that's our thing that we're too angry so it's like i have to come out <laughs> as a little bit different i can't just be like oh marvel you're racist which i that's what i did right. you know it's one of the things of like <laughs> and especially living in hollywood you know it's like it, it's not just i don't think people understand when it's like when a latino or anyone says like hey Marvel is racist and I'm holding them accountable. There's repercussions for that as a content creator, as everything, you know, it's like, I used to go to red carpets for Marvel studios. I don't anymore. I used to, but like I I go to other red carpets for other companies, not for Marvel studios anymore. So it's like one of those things of, I know that they listen. I, they, they, there's marketing, everything. 
And it's like right. me putting my line, my my like reputation, everything on the line to say this. It's like we yeah. have to Latinos, we have to be aware of this. It's like look, right. we're gonna say something, and y'all have to be aware that like this isn't me just being angry. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get in trouble for this. <laughs> you know, it's like right. But we ha- it has to be said because if I'm not gonna say it, who is? There's a bunch of other Latino right. content creators got way more followers than me. They're not gonna say this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just what it is. So it's like, look, yeah. I don't have millions of followers, but I have enough to be noticed and to go to places. And if I'm mm-hmm. not gonna do this, someone else has to, you know. And that's why I love your podcast, because you're not afraid to say these things. You're just like, look, there's injustice. We need to talk right. about this because it's what it is. And if you're not doing this, who is, you know? Right, right. Well, I, I and I respect that because it's you know, at the end of the day, I always say, like, what's the point of having a platform if you're not using it for, for the benefit of something, right? Or or someone, if you're not using it to advocate on behalf of people who don't have their voice heard, you know? Yep. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm sure getting invited to all of the Marvel red carpets are, are a lot of fun, yeah. you know, hypothetically, but... Not at the cost of me saying nothing. Right. You know? <laughs> right. I- exactly. That That is far more important. You know, your yeah. overall purpose and, and work while you're doing it is always more important. So I respect that for sure. So, <laughs> I mean, listen, man, I, I, I always love getting your perspective. Uh, always loved having you on the show. I'm sure we'll do it again Thank you, uh, <laughs> at some point soon, hopefully. Where can people follow you? I know you're you're super active, especially on TikTok and all that kind of stuff. But where can people follow you and check out more of your content? Yeah. So I'm, I'm uh, the Storytime Guy, one word on TikTok, Instagram. Really, honestly, Instagram is a great place to find me. TikTok, if you want more videos and stuff like that. Um, and if you ever want to email me, I'm storytimeguybiz at gmail.com. Email me questions. If you have fairy tales, I do Latino representation, Latino stories, Aztec culture, mythology, but everything in the world. I love talking about all cultures, all places. You know, just go to any of my profiles, follow the link. I have books. I have recommendations for stuff. Really, honestly, I love doing this because I'm learning with you guys. I get to share this with you guys. So really, honestly, that's where to find me. That's where to to, to really like, it's really a back and forth between me and my audience. I appreciate all you guys. I appreciate being on this podcast, man. This has been so wonderful. Of course, my dude. Always good seeing you, man. And we'll, we'll catch up soon. Thank you. Man, big shout out to my guy, Matt, the storytime guy for hopping on today's show. Always enjoy hearing his perspective. And I always love having somebody on the show who is into different things that I'm not necessarily like super well versed on. I'm definitely going to check out some of those things he was referencing. No Ask a Gringo segment today. We ran a little bit long, but quickly, man, let's tie all we talked about today in a neat little bow in a segment we call Conclusion Stew. Time for Conclusion Stew. So, I mean, I'll, I'll quickly touch on I mean, Uvalde and and this San Antonio shooting with the police force, you know, I I think it's just more evidence that the people who are being given these badges and these guns and and literally the man, the power to take someone's life or destroy someone's life, they are not properly trained and properly vetted, you know, and it's, it's obvious these are just two cases, but we see them all too much. I mean, it's sad that I can I can honestly say I've become like desensitized to some of these shootings. Like when I was researching stories for today's show, you know, I was considering cutting that San Antonio sh- uh, shooting story because it just seemed like another story about a, a a police shooting, you know. And I had to check myself that it was just like, damn, I'm becoming desensitized to this because it's so fucking common. It's sad, and I don't have an answer. I, I wish I did. You know, I, I think obviously midterms are coming up, and then. Uh, you know, the the bigger elections uh, again in, in two years. I mean, hopefully we can press these politicians to begin to start, 
you know, passing some sort of legislature that that holds these police accountable, but also has a stricter vetting system, you know, to to Matt's point, you know, where these guys get fired and they don't get charged, they can just go and work at some other police uh, precinct, you know, in, in some other area, you know, and, and be given a badge and a gun again, you know, so those are things that, that need to be corrected and, and, and stopped for sure. And man, this L.A. City Council President Nuria Martinez, who uh, resigned after making racist comments. I, I love that conversation with Matt about holding ourselves accountable, right? Like, listen, like I said, I celebrate our community till I'm blue in the face. But at the same time, I will call out our bullshit as well, because it's imperative for us to repair that if we want to evolve and move forward and, and empower ourselves as a, as a culture and a community. So, you know, all of that nonsense that we hear, the old world racism from many people in our community, the colorism, whatever it may be, I've said this a million times, it has no place in our culture. And I love that our generation is really taking a stance against that. And it starts with checking your family members, but also holding people out in the public uh, accountable as well when it comes to those holding power and, and standing up against them, be it protesting and, and you know, social media uh, demands for their resignation, things like that. Are, are all really important for us to participate in. Now, this uh, Chola appropriation, the Haley Bieber thing, I think, again, that, that article on wearemetoo.com was really powerful. And I, I appreciate the, the conversation about, you know, how something becomes in style once a white woman approves it, right? And they were talking about that lip thing. And uh, I mentioned how, you know, black and brown culture are considered ghetto until white people adapt it, you know, be it streetwear and all these different things. You know, it, it's just, man, the the whitewashing of America continues. And and unfortunately, these big companies only pretend to actually give a shit and they don't have people in place who, you know, are are pointing out their flaws, you know, and and you can say, oh, this is appreciation of Chola culture. To Matt's point, it's not. Why wouldn't you honor then actual Cholas from the community to to showcase that you're celebrating their their culture, you know? Uh, I understand that we're all going to adapt different fashion and things like that from from various cultures and music, whatever it may be. But when you are in the public eye, you have a large platform and you are taking something that is so unique to a specific community and one that has been marginalized and judged for that same exact thing that you're now being celebrated for. It's important to make sure that you have the representation and that you are uplifting the community as you you know are are trying to profit off of it. You know, I, I understand that that's uh, we live in a capitalist society and, and, you know, business is business, but you should also be, you know, celebrating and lifting up the community if you're going to be profiting off of something that they invented, essentially. Right. Quickly now with the, the positive stuff, a great, great week for positive things. Shout out to JLo for for this partnership, uh, you know, doing loans for for Latina entrepreneurs. I think it's it's so huge. And uh, as Matt was saying, man, I, I just think we're in for this incredible kind of wave of Latina entrepreneurs. And like he said, I don't think JLo recognizes like how huge this potentially is going to be in the lives that it will change. And it's it's a beautiful thing to see, especially in a world once again, where they have no problem giving us tens of thousands of dollars for student loan debt, but uh, don't want to give us business loans. And man, first Mexican woman to to ever uh, go out into into space. Katia Echa Zereta, and I, I'm sorry if I butchered your name. I forgot to mention it earlier in the thing, but man, beautiful. Went from working at McDonald's to being an engineer and astronaut going to space. Come on now. That's that's beautiful. First Mexican-born woman to go to space is beautiful. SNL, the new cast member, Marcelo Hernandez, doing 
man, a a a service and a, a a Latin monologue, Latin kind of humor based upon his own culture, and it's being celebrated in this way and, and making its rounds on the internet going viral, I think shows you the power of our culture and that it can be universal. That funny is funny regardless of of who it's coming from, you know. And and lastly, you know, Vanessa Gein, which is a, a horrible story of of a woman, man, whose life was taken far too soon at 20 years old uh, at, at Fort Hood in, in Texas. But to see her name immortalized here on a on a highway in Texas, as well as a documentary about her life, drawing more and more attention to this issue, like Matt was saying, I mean, sexual assault being in the military is such a a prominent thing, and it's something that needs to be spoken about. And if the military is not going to hold themselves accountable, we as citizens need to do our part to make sure these stories are being told. And, and that's what this is. So, uh, you know, man, God bless her family. And, and uh, you know, it's a beautiful thing to see her immortalized in this way. But with that said, that's it for today's show. Man, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Like, subscribe, rate this, whatever you listen. I appreciate you. Dramos.com. If you want to pick up some merch, we got some gringo hats. We got the Dramos tribe hat. Uh, and a bunch of cool things. I got some Bad Bunny candles, actually, that we got in that are that are really dope. You should check out dramos.com. You'll see that link for a merch and speaking engagements. If you have a company or a school, you want me to come talk to you. And man, with that said, catch y'all on Tuesday for a brand new episode. Until then, stay safe and I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Life as a Gringo is a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.